Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me again on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination of the Word of God. That's what we do in these times together. We simply look and see what the Word of God has to say. And, you know, we do it in sort of a a big picture flow. Okay, we'll look at some of the details from time to time. But just trying to get a big view of what the Lord has revealed to us in His Word. And so we simply read through it and just discuss it a little bit. So we're in John right now, the Gospel of John, chapter 5. And we're in the middle of the chapter. Jesus is responding and it's quite a response. I mean, it's several, several verses long. I think from verse, I don't remember, was it 19 through 47? I don't remember how long it is. But um, anyway, he's speaking to those who are questioning why he healed somebody. And he healed somebody on the Sabbath. And he's just revealing who he is. Okay, Jesus is revealing who he is. So beginning with verse 26, which is where we left off last time, Jesus says this, For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son also to have life in himself. And he gave him authority to execute judgment because he is the son of man. So Jesus is saying, hey, I, and he's already said this, and he's going to keep repeating it over and over, that I simply do what the Father shows me to do. Father showed him to heal the person, happened to be on the Sabbath, he healed him. Jesus did not break the Sabbath law. Okay, He did break the Jewish leadership's rules as to interpretation of that Sabbath law. But it wasn't the law of God. It was the rules of man that he broke. And so he's saying now, hey, you know what? Let me just read again, verse 26. For just as the Father has life in himself, even so he gave to the Son also to have life in himself. He's saying my very life comes from Father. Then verse 27. And he gave him authority to execute judgment because he's the son of man. Jesus already said that he was going to judge, that Father had given him the ability to to judge. And here he reiterates that. He says that the son of man has been given the authority to execute judgment. Well, you can imagine the response of the people, of the religious rulers, when they heard this kind of thing. And so Jesus continues in verse 28. He says this, do not marvel at this. (laughs) <laughs> well, why would he say, do not marvel at this, if they had not been marveling, right? Which is what they did. In other words, they responded, uh, what, what's he saying? They, they were just absolutely dumbfounded by what was just being said here. And he's saying, don't marvel at this, for an hour is coming in which all who are in the tombs will hear his voice, verse 29, and will come forth those who did the good deeds to a resurrection of life, those who committed the evil to a resurrection of judgment. Now, I was reading from the New American Standard. The ESV says, uh, let me just back up to verse 28. Do not marvel at this, for an hour is coming when all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and come out. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. We learned several things right here. First of all, Jesus says, hey, don't, don't marvel about this, for an hour is coming. Okay? And we think, well, when is that hour coming? Well, he's going to teach us a little more about that, I think, later on. Okay? But an hour is coming. When those who are in the tombs, that means those who are dead, that they will come out. 
And we see something here that everybody's going to be resurrected. There's going to be a resurrection. Everyone who has ever existed will be resurrected. Some, as it says here, to a resurrection of life, some to the resurrection of judgment. And he describes the ones that are going to inherit the resurrection of life as those who have done good. Those in the resurrection of judgment are the ones who have done evil. Well, you can imagine how people point to that. Well, you know, they'll say, well, I've done, you know, basically good all my life. And I've been, you know, better than most people, et cetera, et cetera. You know, that song and dance that people get into. I understand what they're saying, but it's more than that, folks. And I think we know that. Okay. What this good is talking about right here is what Jesus has already mentioned and what he'll continue to mention is if you believe, if you believe that he is the son of God, if you believe the one that is sent by father, that is the good work. Okay. The good work is faith and belief. So if you believe him, yes, resurrection of life. The evil is rejecting that. If you reject that, is a resurrection of judgment. Jesus continues, verse 30. I can do nothing on my own initiative. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just because I do not seek my own will, but the will of him who sent me. So Jesus is showing us how this relationship works with him and his father and how he judges. And he says, yes, I'm going to execute judgment and I'm going to judge, but I don't do it of my own initiative. He says, as I hear, I judge. In other words, the Father is telling him what the truth is. And it's the, it's the wonderful mystery of the triune nature of God because Father, Son, and Spirit are all God. Okay, They're all the most high. And he's saying right here, my judgment is just because I'm not just doing it on my own and I'm not doing it according to my own will. I'm doing it according to the will of the one who sent me. Then he says this in verse 31. If I testify about myself, my testimony is not true. There is another who testifies of me, and I know that the testimony which he gives about me is true. Well, you think, well, who's this other who testifies? If you read from the New American Standard, the he is capitalized. And people oh, it must be God because it's capitalized. Well, we have an ongoing running joke in our Bible studies that you got to understand this, that capitalization, pronunciation, grammatical things, uh, particularly capitalization, uh, is a form of commentary. Okay, it's a form of commentary. And so he said, there is another who testifies of me, and he's picking up the law again of how the law says that you must have the testimony of two or three for certain things to occur. Well, he says, there's another who testifies of me, but then he says in verse 3, you have sent to John, and he has testified to the truth. So here's what's happening. Jesus is saying that I'm not bearing witness of myself because if I was just bearing witness of myself, it, you couldn't trust that. Okay, I understand that. But he says there's another who bears witness of me. And that other who's in verse 32 is his father. Okay, because that's the context. He's talking about father. But then he comes on in verse 33 and he says, you know, you sent to John and he's borne witness to the truth. Remember how the Pharisees had sent and asked John if he was this or that. And John says, no, no, it's not me. It's not me. There's somebody else, somebody in our midst right now who's the true lamb of God. So there's actually a testimony of three right here. There's the testimony of Jesus himself. There's the testimony of Father. And there's the testimony of John. Verse 34, he says, not that the testimony that I receive is from man, but I say these things so that you may be saved. 
So he's saying the testimony is of God. Even the testimony of John comes from God. And he picks up some more about John right here in verse 35. He was a burning and shining lamp, and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. But the testimony that I have is greater than that of John. For the works that the Father has given me to accomplish, the very works that I am doing bear witness about me that the Father has sent me. So he gets back to what the issue is right here. He had healed somebody right here, a great work. They were questioning because he did it on the Sabbath, and they considered that to be evil and demonic, and they wanted to kill him. And he's saying, no, 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 the Father testifies of me. John the Baptist has testified of me. I have testified of who I am, that I've been sent by the Father. But he says, now there's greater things than even the testimony of John, and it's the works, the very works that you're seeing right here. The Father has given me these works to accomplish these works before you, that they bear witness that the Father has sent me. Remember what the whole uh, reason was that John wrote this letter, okay? Wrote this account. We see it over in the 20th chapter. He wrote it. He says, I've given you these signs that you might know that Jesus is who he said that he is. And that's what Jesus is saying right here. These works themselves testify that I am who I say that I am. My, my time's out right here. So anyway, thank you so much for uh, being with me and staying here with me. Again, pass the word about these times together. I so appreciate all your help. And I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.